0: This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotato.com.
1: In a world without a single unified voice, humanity has been left searching for answers to the unknown. Now, one podcast has the power to change that and to spread its voice across the earth for all mankind to hear. Welcome to
0: Cosmic Potato, the super fan talk podcast. We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. Welcome to Cosmic Potato.
3: Hey everybody, and welcome to Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk podcast. My name is Sean Ray, and sitting right there across the virtual table from me is the Yin to my Yang, the Bert to my Ernie, the Rhett to my Link, Mister John Irons. How's it going, John? I think you know. <laughs> and tearing herself away from Disney Plus, Virginia. How's it going? <laughs>
0: Good.
3: All right. I thought we would start out since um, this episode is actually going to be coming out the week of Thanksgiving, the Saturday before Thanksgiving. Uh, historically, Thanksgiving has been viewed as a stopping off point between Halloween and Christmas. You know, it's the, the 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 stores kind of skip it. You know, the movies kind of skip it. There's not really a lot of Thanksgiving movies. Uh, so. I thought that I would find ten movies that are based around Thanksgiving, or uh, actually about Thanksgiving. And when you get done eating your turkey and you're putting on your armor and getting your weapons ready for Black Friday shopping, you can uh, you can watch some of these movies. So these are movies that you can watch to celebrate what we here in the United States call Thanksgiving. Our listeners in the UK call it Thursday. and uh some of these movies I've, i've seen before some of these i haven't if you guys as i'm going through this if you guys can think of any movies that take place around thanksgiving that i don't call out go for it okay so the first one is a thanksgiving classic planes trains and automobiles that uh came out in 1987 hold on i had i had it on my imdb just a second ago but that disappeared how about that there it is, Plains, trains, and automobiles. As Steve Martin and John Candy, a man must struggle to travel home for Thanksgiving with a noxious slob of a shower curtain ring salesman as his only companion. Have you guys ever seen that movie? Arsh. <laughs> yeah,
0: I love that months.
3: movie. You've not seen, uh, wait, you've never seen <laughs> planes, trains, and automobiles? I
0: am not aware of the podcast that, wait, you haven't seen, <clears throat> you've never seen, whatever the name of it is.
1: Are you aware
3: of
0: that it?
3: Means, what? <laughs> oh, so... <laughs> so that needs... You need to add that to your list for the holidays for next year, I guess.
2: Trains, trains, automobiles.
3: Yeah. Automobiles. I'm
0: literally writing it down right now.
3: Okay. It is a comedy classic. I love that movie. It's a good movie. Those aren't pillows. Um, Grumpy Old Men, 1993. Uh, That's uh, a Walter Matthau, Jack Lemmon classic, and uh, there is a scene that takes place at Thanksgiving.
1: Okay, I, was, I, was, I don't remember movie. the Thanksgiving connection there. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it's, it's a winter movie. There's a lot of snow. It's an ice fishing movie, you know. Hannah and Her Sisters from 1986. Uh, so, the time between two Thanksgivings is apparently just enough days for an unusual love triangle to form. So, uh, son-in-law from 1993. Wait, did you
1: say the time between two Thanksgivings?
3: Yeah, the time between you two mean Thanksgivings. A year? Is that yeah. a, just a year? A year. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Thanksgiving so, to so Thanksgiving. So it's a weird the way to time say time period a for that thing. Right. Uh, <laughs> son-in-law from 1993. Uh, <laughs> if you want your have, Virginia you're shaking your head, have you have you ever seen *Son-in-Law*?
0: I have seen that. Yes.
3: <laughs> Polly Shore classic. Uh so if you want your kids to know what a comedy in the nineties was like, let them watch something.
0: No. no <laughs> Don't let them watch something. No, no. That's not the best
3: example. <laughs> Paul Blart Mall cop. Also not. Came out in two thousand eight. Hey, I mean two thousand nine. Uh actually that movie takes place on Black Friday. And actually Black Friday is not realistic in that movie because that there was not enough people in that mall for Black Friday. Black Friday is crazy. <laughs> uh, sin of a woman from 1992 with, uh, Chris O'Donnell and Al Pacino, uh, t- t- takes place over Thanksgiving break. Chris O'Donnell's mm-hmm. character is on Thanksgiving break from college. Tower heist from 2011 is about a robbery that takes place during the Macy's Thanksgiving day parade.
1: All right. That movie was funny. It And,
3: uh, you know, and when a group of luxury apartment workers lose their pensions in a Ponzi scheme, they vow payback by planning to steal from their employer during the parade. Uh, Jim Henson's Turkey Hollow from 2015. I don't know how it could be. I guess it's Jim Henson's company. Jim Henson wasn't around in 2015, so he wasn't making any movies. But um, nothing says the holidays like a Jim Henson puppet spectacular. And this one is about kids who go to investigate a local legend about monsters while they're visiting their relatives for the holiday. And then Freebirds from 2013 had uh, Owen Wilson and Woody Harrelson, Amy Poehler, George Takei, and... I've never seen it, but isn't it about some turkeys that go back in time and stop Thanksgiving from happening or something like that? Something like what? that. What? <laughs> yes. Yeah. They have a they get a time machine and they go back in time and they stop Thanksgiving from happening so that turkeys aren't being killed every year. Yes. So yeah, there's that. Um and then last but not least, uh Home for the Holidays from nineteen ninety five. That was a good movie. Is a Thanksgiving movie. Cl- Claudia Larson's Thanksgiving gets off to a bad start. She gets fired from her job. Her daughter has informed her she'll be spending the holiday with her boyfriend instead. But by the end of the film, our intrepid protagonist gains a new outlook on things.
1: That was, when you were trying to think of Thanksgiving movies, that was the one that I thought of. That was, like, the only one that I thought of. That's really good. Put that on your list. You'll, you'll, you'll like that, Virginia. Put that on your list. You'll like that movie if you haven't seen it.
3: That and plane trains and automobiles are the only two that well, really come it to my, It's Home called for the Hol- Home for the Holidays. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got God. Claire Danes in it, I believe. Yeah. Okay. So that's that. I have one. This is not really a news story, but uh, the Russo brothers admitted recently that there is a continuity problem in Avengers Endgame, and they knew about it, but they did it anyway. And I, I tell you the truth, I didn't even notice it until it was pointed out, but you guys know that there was a movie called Avengers Endgame, came out a few months ago and there's a big battle scene towards the end of that movie. And during that battle scene, Captain America picks up Mjolnir oh, right, yeah. and starts fighting with him with, with it. And his fights Thanos Thanos with the, well, yeah, but I mean, if you've seen seen all the memes and the, and the gifts and all that. Yeah. So he uses the hammer to call lightning and hit Thanos with the lightning. But they established in, in, uh, Thor Ragnarok that it's not the hammer that calls the lightning. It's Thor himself. says, you're not the god of hammers. You know, so technically, that shouldn't Captain America should not have been able to do that with the with with the hammer. And 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 the Russos were like, yeah, we know he's not supposed to be able to do that, but we can't pass up the opportunity to have this visual of him calling lightning <laughs> with the with the hammer and hitting Thanos with it. And I don't blame them for that, but but yeah, it is a a
1: blatant um. Continuity error. <laughs> Here's how I saw it. Uh, when, I, and I can't remember where I heard this, but it was just a few days ago. Somebody said the same thing. <clears throat> I took it as uh, whoever is worthy to lift this hammer shall wield all the powers of Thor. So if you can, if you have access to the hammer... You have powers equal, well, not strength, but like the powers of the God of Thunder. Uh, it doesn't mean that the God of Thunder is no longer. It doesn't mean that Thor is not Thor. But you, you're like, uh, what is it like when you do a like a like share my screen kind of thing? Like you, yeah. Mirror, like mirror, mirror your, mirror your monitor. Uh, that's that's how I feel you're, you're you're accessing the power of Thor it doesn't yeah so you're yeah so if you are worthy to wield the hammer then you have then you can do everything with the hammer that Thor can do
3: yeah the only thing with that is just that makes it sound like the power is in the hammer and Thor is powerless without it well, but that was the whole point of Ragnarok was him finding out that he's not powerless without his hammer. He sure. can still do
1: all the same stuff. Yeah, but Thor's not that bright. <laughs> <laughs> like he like should have figured this out, you know, fifteen hundred years ago. Yeah,
3: that's true too. <laughs> but that's not the that. I mean, that's not the only. There is another, and that it wasn't even pointed out in this. Uh, Disney Plus started this week, so one of the first things I watched on Disney Plus. Was in game, you know, because it was instantly available. It's it's there. Anyway, there's a scene, there's a scene uh, in the in that big battle. You can see Giant Man in the background fighting. When Scott's supposed to be in the van working on the quantum
1: doohickey. Oh, I did not catch that.
3: Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's uh, which I know there's a lot going on in that scene, and they. Probably cut stuff and put stuff together and let's put this over here let's make this happen a little sooner and it's just one of those things that just they missed you know uh, oh giant man's not supposed to be there but they also um the Russo brother or one of the Russo brothers admitted recently you know we talked a while back when we did the spider-man homecoming show that the timeline doesn't quite add up because they say that it takes place like right after, it starts right after the first Avengers, which was 2012, and then they come out and they say eight years later, which at that time it should have only been like five years later. And um, one of the Risso brothers was making a um, speech, somewhere. somebody asked him about that, and he said, yeah, that was wrong. <laughs> it wasn't eight years later, it was only five years later. But I think the fans will forgive them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm generally pretty lenient on stuff like that in a regular movie, but you know, if you're trying to weave twenty plus films together over the course of a decade, I'm you know like, no, you get a lot of you get a lot of slack, you know, for for aligning as much as you did. Like, there's gonna be. Um, Little mishaps.
3: Especially when the stories go back and forth in the timeline. Like Captain Marvel takes place way before any of the other stuff. And then Guardians of the Galaxy, the time the, the time that it took place was kind of iffy. You know, you couldn't really tell exactly when it was and, and stuff like that. But anyway, uh, so there was a movie that came out a couple weeks ago that we I think we all watched. Did you guys uh, both watch Terminator Dark Fate? Yes. Yes. I went into this movie with a certain expectation. I knew that it wasn't going to be as good as Terminator 2, which I want to talk about that in a minute too. But I expected that it would be better than at least Genesis and Salvation, and I was correct. <laughs> <laughs> it it wasn't as good as Terminator 2, but it was better than Genesis and and uh, and Salvation. I was cautiously optimistic going in, and I was happy to say that I enjoyed the movie that I watched. Now I've read a lot of reviews online of people not liking this and not liking that. It was not a perfect movie at all. There was uh, there was several things that I would like to have seen done differently. That um, I a couple of things that I didn't think they handled right, but overall. I thought that this was a good continuation of the James Cameron Terminator universe. I want to say the good ending of a, of the James Cameron trilogy, but it kind of was open for more at the end, you know, possibly. Because the way this movie and, and if you, if you haven't seen Terminator Dark Fate, we're probably going to spoil some stuff here. I'm not going to I'm not going to hold back. But um the way it ends it is almost like the first terminator movie where they saw they they stopped what the 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 bad guys were trying to do they they saved the person that needed to be saved but they didn't stop judgment day from happening and then terminator 2 was the movie where they stopped judgment day so i'm wondering if there'll be another movie that'll come out after this where linda hamilton will come back again and she'll be helping uh what was her name danny she'll be helping danny uh, try and stop that future from from happening but anyway what'd you guys think of it virginia
0: um so well first of all i freaking love this movie it was so good i yeah. enjoyed myself so much um we had recorded watched and recorded a couple of weeks before that for terminator 3 um which i had not seen we had recorded the other two as well a long time ago but um I was really mad that Lynn Hamilton got killed off screen. Like I I was pretty ticked about it. Yeah. Um and so when I saw when I saw the commercials for Dark Fate, i I was a little confused because, you know, obviously she's not dead in those movies or in that movie. Um <clears throat> so I was really I wasn't sure what to expect, but from what I saw of Linda Hamilton I was like, okay, at least I'm going to have a kick-ass Linda Hamilton to watch for two hours. But it was way better than I expected. I loved all the lead characters. Um, I just had a really great time watching it, and I wanted to go right back and watch it again, but yeah. I contained myself.
3: <laughs> uh, what about you, John? What did you think?
1: Uh, similar, I guess, to, to you, Sean. I, I, I liked it. I thought it was good, and uh, in the in the time after I watched it, I did the same thing. Like I kind of heard because you know I don't watch even really trailers very much, or, or certainly not reviews of stuff if I know I'm intent to see it. So after I saw it, um, I listened to some reviews, and they made good points,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it diminished my enjoyment of the film like retroactively somewhat. Um, but, you know, it's not, um, it's a movie. It's not supposed to be a life-changing experience. It is a, it is, it's, it's a, uh, I believe someone called it uh, an amusement park ride. Yeah. These films. And, it's, and that's really, that's like, I think he meant it kind of as an insult, maybe, but I mean, I, I I feel like that's apt. Oh yeah, it's, that's what it is. It's you, you. Yeah. You enjoy the ride and you have fun, and then when you're done, your life is not changed at all. <laughs> like, was it Martin Scorsese that you heard you say? <laughs> Maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I I liked it. I liked the um, I liked the the dual Terminator aspect. I liked the. I, the first few minutes, the opening scene was very surprising and a bummer. But, but it I, ma- but it
3: made sense. Okay, so see uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead I'm and okay spoil with it. it.
1: I'm not I'm not saying it was a mistake, but it it it, it does kind of I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, yes, it's a. I mean, we're in spoiler territory. Yes, it's a bummer because uh, the kid got killed. But it's more of a bummer (laughs) because apparently, no matter what, there's a 70-something percent chance that it's still going to go down largely the same way. Like The names might change and the faces might change Mm -hmm. and the characters might change, but apparently this is just...
3: It's not Sky and End, well, What did they call it? It wasn't Sky and End. It was something uh, else. Legion, I think. Yeah,
0: Legion. something
1: like that, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so there will, there will always be uh, an evil intelligence that's going to wage war on humanity. I don't know uh, Alright. Because the Terminator 2 left it, you know, quote-unquote, open road. And we don't know. We didn't know if they would stopped... I mean obviously we are in 2019, in real life we know there was no Judgment Day, but we we didn't know in the in in universe if they had stopped Judgment Day or not, until the beginning of this movie, where she's like yep, we stopped Judgment Day Uh, so the ending of Terminator 2 left kind of this open-ended you know, we'll see and I guess the ending of this one did that, too. But, again, over the course of the movie, they say pretty clearly, there's pretty much nothing we can do. Yeah. Because well, this is going to happen one way or the other.
3: Well, Arnold said that in Terminator 3, which this this movie retroactively makes Terminator 3, like, non-existent. <laughs> but he said that in that Literally. movie. He said that it doesn't matter... What you do, you can't stop Judgment Day. All you can do is just push it forward and make it happen at a later time. It's going to happen either way, you know. So, uh, but yeah, so, so John Connor gets killed in the first few minutes of the movie. We see a, a it's like a flashback to after Terminator 2. And apparently, when the first Terminator came, Skynet actually sent a whole bunch of them. And and so and one just of them dropped them in
1: different parts of yeah in, in different times and
3: uh. and and so one of them finally caught up with him. It, it almost makes me think. Well, it took him, it took him fifteen years to find the kid. I mean, the first one found the first one found her within a few minutes after getting there.
1: You know, see, I don't think it. I don't think it necessarily took him fifteen years. I think it took him. I think he just arrived at a different time. At a different time. So he so he probably found him in a few minutes after he arrived.
3: Yeah, I Doesn't guess that's sense. true. Mm. I guess that's true. Because I guess the um I guess if it if it had been fifteen years older, since we know that Terminators their exterior skin can age, then he would have to look a little older than he did in the first Terminator movie and that which that uh that de aging they did on Arnold was not good. <laughs> that they, they de aged Linda Hamilton, it looked pretty good. But the aging on Arnold didn't look good at all. I didn't, I didn't think anyway. But um, but I wanted to I wanted to talk about the the girl Grace that was played by Mackenzie Davis. I thought she was a good character. A soldier. She was a soldier. Yeah, yeah. She was a soldier that was enhanced. <clears throat> you know, uh, kind of like a, the character that we saw in Salvation that was enhanced. But I didn't feel like her. Character really got to get fleshed out. There was there was too many characters in the movie for them to let her uh, do her own thing. And she they they set this thing up to where if she if she's too active she has to take all these drugs to she has to take like antibiotics and anti-seizure medicine and all kinds of stuff like that to get herself uh, get herself right. I guess, but then that just kind of gets dropped because. She's very active later in the movie, and that kind of stuff doesn't happen to her. You know, she doesn't, she doesn't break down like she does in that first uh, after that first big action scene. But, um, so, so, Linda Hamilton's character, which is, I mean, Sarah Connor, she's uh, going around killing Terminators. And where's she getting the information from? Well, it gets, it gets sent to her on her, she gets a text from somebody that she doesn't know. And then they track down the person that's sending her the texts, and it's the Terminator that killed John. But he's an old man now, and he's named Carl. <laughs> <laughs> and he runs a... What, was he run a a, a flower shop or Curtain. something? Curtain. Like no, uh, it's curtains. curtains. Yeah, okay, yeah right.
0: something. Which,
3: I knew Arnold was in this movie. You see him in the trailers, but really I thought that he was not going to be playing a Terminator in this movie. I thought he was going to be playing a human, and he was the guy that they kind of modeled the Terminators after. And he was like one of the creators or something like that. And he was going to be helping them. But as soon as he shows up, they say, That's the Terminator that killed my son. Is that true? Yes. <laughs> like, okay. He's a Terminator again. So, Which is fine. But I think that this, is a, this movie is probably a good stopping point for Arnold. I don't think if they come back and make another one, it's not going to make any sense to shoehorn another T-800
1: into the story. I <clears throat> I don't feel like they needed to kill him at the end of this one. No, they probably didn't, but... Um, I, I mean, especially you know, in a way that's so reminiscent of Terminator 2. I'm like... They could have... They I mean, even if he doesn't go back to live with his family, he could have... You know, gone off somewhere else, and still sent the text to Linda Carter or Linda Carter. (laughs) (laughs) That would be awesome. That's the movie I want to see. Wonder Woman fighting Terminators.
0: That would Um, be pretty epic.
1: That would be pretty great. Um, but yeah, like I, I I mean, you know, once he goes, like you kind of know during the big fight, like okay, he's going to die going to sacrifice himself or whatever, I was hoping that he wasn't. I was hoping that he'd live through um, after the battle. Again, just because we just saw it in *Terminator 2*, it's so like there's so many notes of this. I don't know. I,
3: I well, I kind of I kind of knew <laughs> that he was gonna die because I thought that he was going to have to sacrifice himself. For Sarah to kind of make up for killing John. That was going to be the only way that that he would feel that he had really made up for what he did.
1: Yeah, but I would have been fine if he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, like if, he did, if he never made up for it. Um, that that would have been okay, too. But,
3: yeah. I also don't know if I'd buy the... I, Now, I said I liked the movie, and I did enjoy the movie, but this is one of the things that bothered me. I don't know if I buy the fact that after a Terminator kills its target, that it just walks off into the sunset and goes and lives a life. I would think that after they were done, after they did what they were sent to do, they would self-destruct.
0: Hmm.
1: I guess.
3: Especially if they had been sent to another time. ...in order to do it. I mean, I could see if they were still in the future, you know, you're assigned to go kill this person, then you're done. Now you're assigned to go kill somebody else. But if you're sent to the to the past, and Skynet can't communicate with you anymore, and really can't communicate with this one because Skynet doesn't exist anymore... ...then uh, then when you get done killing your target, then you your brain chip or whatever would just kind of self-destruct or whatever, and you would
1: die... But I was I was fine with it. It was yeah. it was you know uh robot existential on wii what what do I do now that I have <laughs> terminated?
3: Um so <laughs> a lot of people online it. are saying that well this this movie this movie's not as good as uh as Terminator two. I mean, did anybody really expect it to be? But the the thing I I wonder, and I've been thinking about this to myself, and I wanted to go back and watch it to see what the answer was for myself. But is Terminator 2 as good as we remember it? Because yes. everybody talks about Terminator 2 like it is the perfect science fiction action movie, and it's very good. It's a very good movie, but is it as good as we is it is it the holy grail that we put that we uh, make it out to be?
0: I mean, I just saw it like six months ago, so maybe I'm not the person to ask.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Would you say that it is or it isn't?
0: I really enjoy. It's still my favorite Terminator movie. Dark Fate is now my second favorite, but yeah, yeah, Terminator Two is really good. I really liked it.
1: Yeah, I feel like you can make that argument for the first Terminator. There's, you know, there's lots of kind of big holes. But Terminator 2, especially like the director's cut, like, I mean, it is true I haven't, I don't know the last time I saw it end to end, but I can't think of any parts where I was like, yeah, that doesn't work. I mean, I I could be wrong, but yeah, I'm going to say it's and and there are lots of movies where I can't say this, <laughs> like term like the first Terminator. Um, but I yeah I, I'm going to say that it holds up as well as I remember. Yeah, the do you only, feel that that's not the case for you?
3: No I no I mean it, it it is my favorite Terminator movie. I just don't know if it's the be all and end all that we tend to make it out to be. I mean it's. It's also very dated. The, the special effects, I mean, whereas at the time in nineteen, what was it, nineteen ninety one that that movie came out, something like that. Ninety one, ninety two, something like that. Yeah, those special effects in that movie were fantastic. You go back and watch it now, mm, not so much.
1: But, um, well, you, but you got to grade on the curve and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah,
3: and the and the and the. I ne- I never really felt like Edward Furlong was that great of an actor. And I think that another child actor probably would have been able to do that part better than he did. He was kind of whiny. <laughs> really <disagree>. Especially especially <laughs> because his voice changed while they were making the movie so they had to go back and and dub over some lines and he had to make this whiny this high pitched whiny voice so that he could match stuff he had done earlier in the movie and it's uh, it didn't sound great, but I also think that Terminator 3 is given a bad rap sometimes. I don't think it's as bad as people think say that it is. I enjoyed Terminator 3. I thought it was I thought it was a good movie. It wasn't as good as Terminator 2. Terminator 2 is the best out of the series. Uh, but Terminator 3 and even Terminator Genesis had some stuff in it that I liked. It had a lot of stuff that I didn't like, but <laughs> but. Uh, I like
0: Terminator 3, despite what they did to my my girl, Linda. Um, It was fun. Like, that's what I like about the Terminator movies is, like, they're action movies. They're fun. They don't have to make a whole lot of sense to me. Like, I'm not, to me, it's not like Star Trek where I'm going to sit there and pick apart every little thing. It's just like, that thing exploded. Not sure why, but it sure (laughs) did. Moving on.
3: Did you ever watch uh, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, the TV show?
0: I did not. But I mean, I'm wondering if I should put it on my list or not.
3: I would watch it. I really enjoyed that show, and they undo some of that stuff from Terminator 3 that you're saying you didn't like. Mm. They un- they undo a little bit of that. So There's some time travel involved in the first episode. And uh, to kind of fix some continuity issues and stuff. But John's shaking his head like it's not that great of a show. But John is wrong. That was a good show. <laughs> uh,
1: can John be a part of the conversation that John's Yeah, having? go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say it's not a good show. I'm going to say that it is a very inconsistent show. Um, it starts off like the first several episodes were great. Um, but they... they kind of changed the rules. They're, just, they're inconsistent. Their, their Terminator is inconsistent. The Terminator, who is the star of the show, um, is is inconsistent. And, you know, in the first episode... She is able to perfectly mimic, as most terminators are, perfectly mimic human behavior, and she looks just like a teenage girl, and everybody she's a teenage girl, and she acts perfectly normal. And then later, she's like, you know, she's robotic, even when she's trying to blend in. I'm like, no, you already, she already told me that she doesn't have to do that. Why is she doing that? That's the, you know. You know, Rick's mortal sin for an action movie is if it's boring. My big thing is stick to the laws of your universe.
3: Yeah, play by your own rules. Yeah,
1: Play by your own rules. Whatever you say is the deal, fine. And if you say that this guy is the exception to the rule, fine. But don't just change what the rules are for no good reason. And I felt like that show did.
3: There was a writer's strike. during the the run of that show and it really that is the real life reason but in terms of the show yeah (laughs) Uh, okay moving right along to the Mandalorian Disney Plus uh, launched this past week and that first week we got two episodes of the Mandalorian we got an episode on the day that launched and we got another one on Friday and after that, I think it's going to air every every Friday for the next uh, four four five six weeks something like that. I would give a spoiler warning, but there's really not that much to spoil. We've only had two episodes, and uh-huh. I'm
1: giving a spoiler warning.
3: Okay, Consider the o- self warned because th- that's the only thing I've I've enjoyed everything that I've seen on this show because it looks like Star Wars, it feels like Star Wars, uh, it's also a Western. It's got a little bit of samurai movie stuff in there, and um, the only thing that I don't like is that we're two episodes in, and I still don't know what the show is about. <laughs> all I know oh is God. it's about the Mandalorian, and he found a baby, and now he's got to take the baby somewhere, and, and
1: that's it. What, what else do you want to know? <laughs> well,
3: <laughs> I, I mean, it's all stuff that I know that we're going to find out throughout the course of the series. It's just for one thing, I think the show is too short. It's only 30 minutes.
2: Yeah, I, wish, I, I wish they gave
3: us an hour. I definitely the first want,
0: episode right. was longer. Are the, are the rest of them going to be just 30 minutes?
3: The first episode was like 35 minutes, and or maybe 40 minutes, but the rest of them are all around the 30-minute mark, and that's, mm-hmm. without, that's with the credits, so before you know without the credits the episodes only about 26 27 minutes long something like that wow. which i mean i mean you can there's there's been half hour uh, action shows before and in, in the, they're fine but you know i just thought with it being star wars and it being disney plus uh that we've been waiting for for a couple of years now I thought that we were going to be getting a one-hour show. I wish it was a one-hour show, but what? We, I mean, what but
1: you're basically getting a three-hour movie. But it's, I mean,
3: yeah, over the course of eight
1: weeks. <laughs> sure. Let me ask but, you this: uh, I, again, um, watched no trailers, no, like I knew I knew that it existed, and I knew that I wanted to watch it, so I that was I want to know. Um, would you have and, again, well, like you said, one or two episodes in, so we don't really know what path the show's going to take. But, I mean, it definitely seems like it's going to be serialized. I didn't know if it was going to be serialized if it was going to be more anthology. Like, I thought it might be an hour. And, you know, he's a bounty hunter, so, you know, this week he's chasing this guy, this week he's chasing that guy. Would you... Did you have an idea about that? Either one of you do have an idea about that? Or do you have a preference as to which you would have?
3: I figured it was rather- going to be serialized just because that's what it, that's the way TV is now. All, almost every show that comes out is serialized because they make the, they make the shows for binging. You know. And so they they, they just create a long story that's uh, that takes place over the course of several weeks or several years
1: depending. You know. <laughs> I think. Um, um, go ahead.
0: Sorry. I I went into it like you, John. I didn't. I knew there was a thing called the Mandalorian that was going to be on the Disney Plus whatever, but I didn't know anything else about it at all. I but didn't I know that zero expectations.
3: <laughs> I didn't know that he was going to be like the man with no name. I mean, I knew that the show was called, was the Mandalorian, but I didn't know that we were going to be getting a literally getting a character that nobody ever says his name. They just say you're a Mandalorian because you know we've met Mandalorians before and they all had names. I mean, Boba Fett had a name. What well, the girl on uh, Rebels, whatever her name is, she has a name. I don't, just don't remember it. <laughs> you know i i
1: i like that no i'm not saying i
3: hated it i just i just (laughs) i I wasn't expecting that i didn't which i understand why they went that way because it's kind of got this western feel to it so they're doing the whole man with no name sergio leon kind of thing um which i saw i saw brandon uh uh said that on facebook the other day that it's um It's not a Western, it's a samurai movie. (laughs) And I put a GIF up, I said, same thing. (laughs) Which, my, which, the reason I said that is that a lot of Westerns were based on samurai movies, you know. But, I mean, Brandon, I know they're not the same thing. I was pulling your, pulling your leg, but
1: I think, um, it's going to be kind of a modified version of like the, um, not an anthology, like not necessarily a different, um, uh, target or whatever you want to call it, every week. But I think he is going to have like little side quests, like uh, mm-hmm. like he did in the second episode. You got to retrieve the egg. You know, yeah. Got <laughs> to go get the parts for this. You got to go talk to this guy to go that, the other thing. Like I, I think it'll be like that. So I think each episode will be distinctive in the overall narrative, and they probably won't get like. Um, one like consistent through plot where he's trying to do the same thing for more than one episode until probably like the last two or three.
3: Yeah. And the, the, the the thing from episode two where he goes to his ship and he finds that the Jawas had stripped everything out of his ship and, and they get in their little rolling fortress thing and they're taking off and he's chasing them and he's climbing up the side of the thing and they're throwing things at him and they're hitting him with stuff. That was That's straight out of a video game that I used to play uh, on Super Nintendo when I was a kid. There was a game called Super Star Wars. I don't remember if it was Super Star Wars or Super Return of the Jedi. It was one of those two games. And you're Luke Skywalker, and there's a level of the game where the Jawas uh, rolling fortress thing is rolling, and you have to run and catch up with it, and you have to climb up to the top, and the Jawas are throwing things at you, and they're hitting you with stuff, and you're trying to get up to the top. And it, I was like, "Are they doing a throwback to Super Nintendo?" <laughs> probably.
1: It also it, it also reminded me of um, I can't remember which Indiana Jones it was. The Last Crusade, probably. The
0: last Crusade, the, yeah.
1: Yeah, where the 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 tank he's he's on the outside of the the tank, I think it was, and he, like he's trying to scrape him off against the ca- the cavern wall kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Well, they always do. There's always a scene like if. Um, any movie where somebody is on top of a train or on top of a bus, they're always going to go through a tunnel or something and almost take the hero's head off, you know. So sure. And he has to jump back at the last second, you know. Um,
1: back, I didn't see it, though. Back, I didn't see it until it was too late. <laughs> yep.
0: Isn't that always the way? <laughs>
3: Now I like the special effects. You know, it's a TV show, but the special effects they didn't they don't look like they cut costs with special effects. They do all the screen wipes, just if and it makes it really feel mm-hmm. like a like a Star Wars movie. And the first episode had a bunch of guest stars. I had we saw Horatio Sands, uh, Brian Posehn, Carl Weathers, and Werner Herzog. All in this all in that one thirty minute episode.
0: I didn't even realize that was Werner Herzog until I heard him talking. Yeah. I'm like, why am I not watching a nature documentary right now? <laughs> I don't know.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't realize that was uh, that was Horatio Sands at the beginning. I actually thought when he met the, the first guy that he took as a bounty, the alien guy, I thought that guy was going to end up being his sidekick through the entire series, or mm-hmm. at least through the entire the season or something. But oh, took care of him pretty he, quick.
0: The one he froze.
3: Yeah, he put mm-hmm. him in carbonite uh, about five minutes after he met him. So
1: <laughs> the um, the the droid, I presume, is going to get repaired and come back because he's on the um, like if you go to Disney Plus, like the little background screen for The Mandalorian. He's on that with, well, uh, with The Mandalorian. Could, it could so it might, it, yes, he might not, but I think he is. Because, I mean, how many times has C-3PO gotten blown up and shot and disassembled? You know?
3: <laughs> we didn't get, and a, like, whole, didn't get a hole blown through his head. <laughs> 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 um. So... what? what you know, we were supposed to get a Boba Fett movie a couple years ago, and they canceled it. Did they cancel it because they were going to make this show? Because you don't want to have this show and a Boba Fett movie, because they're basically the same thing. Yeah. So.
0: Hmm.
3: um, Have you guys watched The Watchmen? Or Watchmen? Yes. You have watched I haven't
0: it? watched it yet.
3: It is great. I really enjoy that show. Um, I think it's one of the best comic book shows that I've seen in a while. It's not a retelling of the same story. They're not going back and telling the original story over again. This takes place 34 years after the graphic novel. It's not even based on the movie. Which the movie is very close to the to the original book. But the difference is that in the movie... Um, what's his name?
1: Um... Azamandius.
3: Yes. Yeah, he destroyed New York with like a nuclear blast or something like that. And in the book, it wasn't a nuclear blast. He dropped a giant squid on the city, and the squid like sent out a psychic blast that killed like a mm-hmm. couple million people. And that's, you know, we see that happen in the uh, in the in the TV series, but but it's uh but it's really good it's, it's it's updating uh from that story we're we're seeing a world where that story has taken place and really had an effect on the world because now all the cops have to wear masks to uh, protect their identities and stuff and there's like this terrorist organization that's kind of like kind of like the clan but they wear uh, rorschach masks instead of, you know, white hoods and stuff like that and it's weird because well to be uh, fair they probably wear both <laughs> <Yeah. they>
2: were- <laughs> I mean, they're basically
3: the same thing, but yeah. Uh, and we, all we, the cars, the Klan outfit as well, because it takes place in an alternate reality. What Watchmen is set in an alternate reality where Richard Nixon uh, was president all the way into the '80s, and and that's where this is, except it's now 2019 in that same universe. But they're driving around, and like like there's one guy that's driving around in like an old beat up pickup truck, but it's like a tesla
1: yeah
3: (laughs) because i think like all all the
1: cars are electric
3: they're all electric but they still look like old like he's he's driving an old beat-up pickup truck but it's electric you know but um but yeah i mean it's got it's got uh regina king in it tim blake nelson don johnson lewis gossett jr um we've only met two characters from the original Minutemen. jeremy irons plays ozymandias and uh, gene smart plays silk specter but she's not Silk Spectre anymore. She's an FBI agent, and uh, I'm liking it. I really like it. I think we're what five episodes in to an eight-episode series season. So.
0: So yeah. I have a question. Sure. Because we watched Watchmen for late. You've never seen, um, and it was, I liked the general concept, but it was just so damn long. It was such a long movie. So I'm wondering based on y'all knowing that I've seen the movie, seeing it in shorter chunks, this TV show, would that do you think that might appeal to some viewers who maybe were turned off by the length of the movie?
3: Yeah, cuz this is just an average length show. I mean, it's like an yeah, hour. Yeah, it's not a long. long show. Yeah. And it's okay. and it's got it's got And it
0: doesn't it doesn't affect like the overall storytelling or anything so far.
3: Yeah, and, and like I said, it's not it's not telling the same story. So this is like a continuation. If you've seen I the see. movie, if you've seen the movie and you've never read the comic, you'll still be able to to understand what's going on in the show, and you'll still uh, be able to enjoy it.
1: And even if you've never seen the movie, if if this is your first experience, um, you know they they. They catch you up to speed. Like, you gotta be, they don't reveal, <clears throat> excuse me. If you didn't know anything about any of it, um, by this point in the series, they've explained all the backstory. Because they don't explain about the squid, they don't explain about um, uh, Nixon or alternate reality stuff, or any, they don't, it starts off, but they just drop you in this world.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, but even without that, it's still like a really compelling story. Um, so you know, to answer your question, would the things that turn off people about the movie turn off people about the show? Uh, no. I think even if you hadn't seen the movie, you still, if if I would say, if you were a fan of Westworld. On HBO, if you're a fan of uh, Breaking Bad, as weird as that sounds, but the blending of just really smart storytelling and acting and the unveiling of a a story and a mystery and really, really great characters.
3: Leftovers. Leftovers is kind of a good... Uh, comparison to it too. Because it's Lindelof. Lindelof is the one doing the show. It's a JJ mm-hmm. Abrams joint, you know. So uh and they did um leftovers Lost. and it was kind of the same kind of the same thing where uh there's like this mystery that they're telling you a little piece at a time, they're telling you what the what the story is. The only thing that I don't like about Lindelof and I'm afraid is gonna happen with this is that he drops little pieces of the mystery here and there, but he doesn't always, he doesn't always know what he's leading to himself. Yeah. He's just, you know, and then, and then he'll just put it all together in the last season. And it's not always what you wish it had been, you know, it's kind of what they did with lost. And that's what, well, I mean, that's exactly what they did with lost. And that's uh, kind of what happened with the leftovers too, for me anyway. But, Anyway, um, the last thing that I've been watching, and then I'll let you guys, if you have anything that you've been watching that you want to bring up, uh, Living With Yourself, that's on Netflix. <laughs> I watched the yeah. entire season last night. It was, I mean, it's, it's eight episodes, and each episode is like 25, 30 minutes long, you know. So uh, this is a show with Paul Rudd, which I, I really like Paul Rudd. Uh, Rick's not here, so we can say that. (laughs) But uh, he plays a guy that's in advertising and he kind of, uh, he's kind of in a rut. You know, he hasn't had a successful campaign in a while. His marriage is on the rocks. And he finds out about a spa where they kind of reinvent you. They scrub your DNA and you come out a brand new person. He just doesn't know. That that's literally what they do. They actually clone you and then they kill you and let your <laughs> your clone go out and take, what? take his place. So the clone doesn't
1: know the clone's not you. The, the clone, clone
3: doesn't is. know it's a clone. You think you're you. Yeah. And oh uh, God. but he he survives. He's not he's not dead. And the very first thing you see when the first episode opens is him pulling himself out of a grave. You know. So he survives, and now he's in this life where he's him and he has a clone of himself that's actually a better version of him and you know how do you how do you work that you know how do wow. you share how do you share a life with your clone and uh and it's 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 really funny and uh you know it's got a it's got kind of a sci fi twist to it and everything so i really i enjoyed it like i said I watched the whole season in one in one night so Yeah, it's it's called Living With Yourself, and it's on Netflix. It's really good. So, Virginia, what have you been watching on Disney Plus?
0: Um, Well, this isn't on Disney Plus, but I've been watching Batwoman. And I really want to like it. (laughs)
3: This is what I've heard. (laughs) But
0: I feel like they started out with too big of a story. I don't know if y'all have watched it or not, but I when uh-huh. like the, the first sort of villain slash storyline they picked is something I would expect to be like a big reveal for a season finale kind of thing. And you're using it in your first or second episode. Like the character seems really interesting, but the show isn't really doing it for me, I guess. So that's a little disappointing. But on Disney Plus we've been watching what did I write down? We've been watching DuckTales and mm. Gummy Bears bouncing here and there and everywhere.
3: <laughs>
0: um, and I then, didn't see the
3: Gummy Bears was on there. I saw DuckTales, but I haven't seen that Gummy Bears was on there. I gotta
1: check that out. We I
0: watched, think they pretty much
1: got the whole Disney afternoon. Oh, I watched <clears throat> an, I watched
3: an episode of Darkwing Duck the other day. That was a throwback. <laughs>
0: yes.
1: Are you watching the new DuckTales? Have you been watching the new DuckTales?
0: I don't think so. I think we're watching... It's so good. Really? Yes.
1: Yes. It is great. It is
3: great. I watched one episode of it. I had not seen it until Disney Plus started, and I watched an episode of the new one, and I really liked what what they're doing with it.
1: Yeah. All the stuff you loved about the original and written for... Uh, the smarter audience of today. It's really good.
0: I see. We'll have to check that out. Um, There was a really cute short about a sandpiper crab just called Piper. It was adorable. Please go watch it. It's not very long because it's a short.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: But then we also are watching the, I think it's called the Imagineering or the Imagineers documentary. That's really interesting. So far, too, they're releasing those weekly, and I think we've seen two or three episodes. But it's kind of just the background of how Disneyland and Disney World got started, and what all went into that, and like what Walt Disney's dream was, and that kind of thing, and the people that made it happen.
3: I have watched. Uh, I watched a short called "Float" the other day mm-hmm. that I enjoyed. I think it was about That's six, cute. seven minutes long. Uh, and then they have one episode of Pixar in real life out right now. And it's only like five or five or six minutes long. I thought it was going to be like a 30 minute show, but, uh, basically what they do is they, they set it up like a hidden camera show where they're going to play pranks on people. And, uh, they go out to New York and they, they set up Pixar like characters or situations and, like in everyday life and just see what people's reactions are. I think the episode that I watched was they put the control board from inside out, like in this uh, park, and just set it there. And people would come up and they'd start pushing the buttons and stuff. And when they started pushing the buttons, there would be two people standing out in front of it. And all of a sudden they would start arguing with each other. Or they would start crying, or something, depending on what button. That, when they pushed a button, it would make a light come on on the front of the of the control board, so the people in the park would know what what emotion oh. they were supposed to be doing. And so, it was pretty funny. And then I think they're gonna have one where they have like a actual remote control WALL-E just kind of driving around New York and picking up trash and stuff like that, and get people's reactions to. Them. So that's I still need
0: really. to watch Wally
3: you never seen that? Wait, you've never seen Wally?
0: I think John said I wasn't allowed back on Captain Game Show until I had seen it.
1: That's not what I said.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I said...
0: Uh, oh, I'd just, appreciate it more or something. Sh-
1: I said you just let me make a list for you of things that will help you. A, uh, because the movies are great, and B, because you'll be asked about them on Captain Game Show on a regular basis. Things like Wally
3: they originally said when they were uh when Disney plus was about to come out, I saw a story where they said they were going back and they were scrubbing a bunch of scenes out of some of the movies uh some of the some of the scenes that were a little uh what we consider racist now that wasn't really considered racist then even though it was like the crows and Dumbo, you know, and the entire movie of Song of the South. <laughs> <laughs> you know, stuff like that. But um so they were gonna go into to Dumbo and they were gonna cut the scene out that had the crows in it. And uh they ended up not doing that. Now if you if you watch Dumbo before the movie starts, there'll be a like a warning that'll come up and say, Look, these movies are products of their time, you know, there's situations in here that are not that were not right then and they're not right now, but you know, it's what happened and we're putting it out there. We just want you to know that this is in, is in there. You know, you can talk with your kids about what they, what they see. And I know like lady in the tramp, there's the, the Siamese cats, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. they, um, so they had talked about cutting them out. Now I think they left it in and they just put the warning up there and stuff like that. So, so I didn't realize
0: that. they were doing a warning like that.
1: Yeah. I, I, um, I agree with that decision. Actually. Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm fine with, with uh, leaving it in there because I mean, this this that that's what was there, you know. So, it's it's a part of history, you know. Just if you're watching these things with your kids, you might want to have a talk with your kids when that scene comes up and say, hey, you know what? <laughs> these, these these Indians that you're seeing in uh, in uh, Peter, Peter Pan. Pan. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ. Like now we kind you know, we call them Native <sighs> Americans now. We don't call them Indians because for one or, thing they're or, not they're not from India.
1: Or the red man.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and uh this is not really the way that Native Americans should be portrayed. You know, and uh you know, stuff like that. So um also Disney Plus worked like Ass the first day <laughs> that it was on. It just <laughs> With that first day. I tried to watch The Mandalorian about 12 times and it kept telling me that it couldn't connect, couldn't connect, couldn't connect, which I know the entire planet was trying to watch it at the same time. Right. Because the first week is free, you know, so everybody's watching <laughs> it. And, um, but, you know, later that night, and went back on there, and it worked. So. It I just have worked a question.
0: Soon. If y'all notice anything about the Disney Plus interface, like the, you know, the screen that comes up, I've noticed there's no continue watching section. At least that's something I've noticed, and there's no mm-hmm. way to be like, I like this show, or I don't like this show, which seems strange to me that it would then have recommended for you section, like you don't even... No yeah, way. I think the
3: I think the recommended oh, for point. you section is probably going to, over time, it'll start to change depending on what you actually watch, but mm. since it just started and you haven't watched anything yet, they're just populating it with things, but yeah, I haven't seen it continue watching, you can add things to, like,
0: you, you can create a,
3: a list, you can create a watch list and put things in it, like I've got all the Star Wars and Marvel movies in a watch list, you know, so I can just go to that and pull them up, but.
0: Yeah, sometimes I'm just like, especially documentaries. I've been on a really <sighs> big documentary kick. I'll be like, "Oh, this one looks good," and then I'll end up like falling asleep or going to bed, and I'll come back the next day like, "What was that I was watching?" Yeah. again. I don't know. So I wish they had that for, you know, old forgetful people like me um so that I wouldn't have to remember to add it to the watch list, but I guess Maybe, I'll just have to stop being lazy. Well, I mean, <laughs> th-
3: that might be something that they just haven't rolled out yet, I'm sure. And I mean, because that's a pretty standard thing. You would think that would that would come along eventually.
1: Good podcast. Oh, wait, have I seen?
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I am glad that they don't start showing you a trailer every time you hover over a, a movie. There's or something. There's an
0: option for that. I noticed when I was setting it up, I was so happy. Netflix
3: yeah. needs one of those. Yeah, I hate that's the one thing I hate about Netflix because I'm I'm trying to scroll through, and every time I stop, I, I you know if I stop to look at my phone or something like that, it just starts showing the trailer. And I'm like, I don't need to see the trailer. I know what Star Trek is about. <laughs> <You
1: know? laughs> but were you gonna say something, John? Uh. No, I'm was, I was looking at my list of things that I've been watching, but I don't know if Virginia's that.
0: Oh, yes, I'm, I'm done. Uh, oh. I,
1: I, can, I can guess
3: you've probably been watching Gargoyles.
1: I have been watching Gargoyles. <laughs> Everyone should be watching Gargoyles. But not as much as you might think. Um, I don't think
0: I've ever seen Gargoyles. Or if I did, I don't remember it.
1: Girl. <laughs> watch you, Gargoyles. <laughs> amazing it's fantastic it's so like it is like shakes like literally shakespearean in in um in the way like it do you remember how uh maybe you don't maybe you do uh, batman the animated series just kind of elevated the level of like a superhero cartoon
0: I don't think I ever saw Batman the Animated Series.
1: I just want to shake you.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh! <Ow. Ow. laughs> All right, fine. We're gonna get. That. I
0: lived in a cave oh, for the first man. 18 years of my life. <laughs> right.
3: Batman the Animated Series is a must. <laughs> you have to watch that show oh, at okay. least
1: watch gargoyles yeah uh it's a 30 minute show oh and you know what added bonus for you many 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 of the stars so star trek the next generation provide voices uh Ooh. of including including like major like starring leading featured characters
3: yeah jonathan frakes and michael dorn yeah. marina certainly yeah they were all on there
1: they're all and and again not like one-off guest appearances they're like stars of the show
0: yeah.
1: Wow. If nothing else, if that's if that's your if that's your gateway, <laughs> that's your gateway drug. Star
0: Trek. You said the magic words.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've also Rick and Morty is back. They've got uh, came back a couple of weeks ago, so they've done two episodes from the new season. Someone's trying to open the door, and I don't know if it's a child or a cat. It's fine either way. <laughs> Um, there's a live-action Lady on the Tramp that's on uh, Disney Plus. It was cute.
3: I haven't watched that. My daughter watched it. She liked it. It's
1: cute. I barely remember. Yeah, it's the cat. I barely mm-hmm. <laughs> remember the actual movie. Uh, because I remember I, I found it boring. Um, but I heard this they is, made
3: they made the whole thing with uh, actual rescue animals.
1: Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's what yeah. I've heard. Yeah, and it, it also takes place in this um, it was alternate. All right, so they never say this is an alternate reality. They are just you know, but it's it's just set in the past. But um, there's like racial diversity, like there wasn't in the past.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let's see. Saw so, uh, Maleficent. Uh, was it Mistress of Evil? Which is quite the misnomer. <laughs> they they should not they should have called it Maleficent Two or The Evil Queen, maybe. But Mistress is C- anyway. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but that was a poorly titled movie. The movie is actually really, really good. Yeah. I thought the first one was okay. I thought the first one was fine, I liked it. This one is better. So if you enjoyed the first one, you should I think probably like this one. It's not. It's not very difficult to predict where things are going, but it's still executed well. Um, I also saw the Adams Family. It's fine. <laughs> that's
3: the that's the consensus that I've heard. <laughs> it's fine. It's
1: fine. I mean, I mean, you know, me. <laughs> if you take your kids, you won't feel like you've wasted your money. If you go by yourself. It's fine. <laughs> I heard
3: I heard that if you if you like the Adams Family theme, you'll love the movie because they play the
1: crap out of it. <laughs> they, they do. They're not so like sometimes they just like I think the first time they don't even explain why they just all start. Okay, I guess we're doing this. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, I'm sure. Like there's lots of other stuff that I've seen in the time since we <laughs> the last time I was on the show, uh, but that's all I can think of right now. Okay. Uh yeah. Oh, do, yes. you wanna talk, do we want to we want to talk short track?
3: No, we're gonna do that next week on uh, the landing party. All right. There's not really that much to talk about really. That's what I was saying. I was like, I
1: don't even... <laughs> do we need a whole do we need a whole show for that?
3: No, we're we're gonna do we're gonna do a show we're gonna do a landing party show next week anyway. We'll just do that as part of it. So.
1: Okay. When do the animated ones come out? That's like December, right?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah I think there's the going to be second two. Second week in December.
3: There's going to be two come out on the same day in right. December. And then there's going to be another. That's going to be the two animated ones. And then the one that's supposed to be like the Picard preview short Shrek is going to come out in January, I think. Oh, nice. Right before, like the week before the Picard series starts it's going to be so all right so uh so yeah so check out the landing party next week and you'll hear us uh (laughs) you'll hear us talk about those things but um that's pretty much going to do it for this this week so john thank you for being here sir you're welcome and let everybody know where they can find you
1: all right uh you can listen to me uh host a game show called captain game show on my show captain game show I'm not Captain Game Show. I just host Captain Game Show. I'm John Irons.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and
3: Virginia, thank you for being here as well.
0: You're welcome.
3: And let everybody know where they can find you.
0: Um, You can find me right here on the Cosmic Potato Network doing a podcast with my boyfriend, Shane, called Wait You've Never Seen, where we talk about uh, movies and TV shows that one of us has never seen and we have 3 terminator episodes that you can all check out since we were talking cool. terminator earlier
3: <laughs> and if you them. like classic television if you like the Andy Griffith show you can check out my other podcast called the Mayberry Files uh where myself and Troy Wood and various and sundry guests uh talk about the Andy Griffith show episode by episode we recorded a couple of episodes this week uh can't remember which one is supposed to come out next but there will be an episode (laughs) there will be an episode coming out in uh, in about a week or so so uh so check that out and if you want to know how you can get in touch with us uh let us know what you're thinking send us emails or whatever you can uh hold on just a minute and announcer nate will let you know all that contact information but thank you all for listening, and be sure to join us next time on Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. When you might hear John say,
1: "If the chicken really did cross the road just to get to the other side, he would never stop. He would just keep like <laughs> going back and forth forever." And that's not a joke. That's a fucking tragedy. <laughs>
2: Be sure you like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. You can contact us by email at, mail at cosmicpotato.com or send us a voicemail or text message to 205-642-8380. Help the show grow by giving us a five-star rating on iTunes. Thank you for joining us for Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk podcast. hey y'all sorry i couldn't be there to participate in the conversation firsthand but i do have some opinions on the stuff you've talked about this evening uh, that i'd like to throw out there first of all disney plus not having a like button disney doesn't care whether you like it or not you will like it that's the way Disney is. Uh, but uh, on the other hand, I'm finding the interface quite enjoyable. My daughter can navigate it with little problem. Uh, Sean, she really enjoyed the uh, the Pixar in real life thing, but was very upset that there was only one episode. Uh, we have barely scratched the surface of Disney+. I've been so busy I haven't had a chance to really dig into it other than The Mandalorian, which brings me to... The Mandalorian, and I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I went in with zero expectations. Uh, over the years, I've come to realize that Star Wars is just big dumb fun, and as long as I'm entertained, I'm happy. That's my problem with the prequel trilogy is it doesn't entertain. Uh, but the Last Jedi, or yeah, the Last Jedi and the Force Awakens certainly did, in my opinion. Yeah, there were some plot problems, but overall they were enjoyable, fun to watch, and I'm really looking forward to Rise of the Skywalker or whatever the hell it's called. But Mandalorian is really cool. Um, I have never been a big fan of Boba Fett or the whole storyline. When they axed the Mandalorian or the Boba Fett movie, I did a little happy dance, but uh, I'm really digging the Mandalorian. It's fun. I like the fact that most of the humor is kind of on the subtle side. Once we got past the where's the bathroom in the ship jokes um and i'm loving his armor i generally again i'm i've I've never been a fan of the mandalorian armor but i really like his outfit that that steel mandalorian helmet really is cool and I'm, i'm on it for the ride uh john you nailed it on the head episode two was all a bunch of side quests with just a little bit of the main story thrown in uh but that didn't bother me until after it was over and i was thinking about it and i was like hey you know what Almost everything that happened in this episode could be taken out, and with the uh, exception of finding out that the asset is a Force user, nothing else mattered to the big story, but what the hell? It was fun. I was entertained. Um, And uh, for all you deep insiders out there, McClunky. Terminator. Terminator, what is this one called? Dark Fate, yes. Uh, Really enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed the fact that They are sticking with their uh, interpretation of time travel, which is saying that uh, events in the future are going to happen no matter what you do. You can change the how, you can change the when, uh, you can even change the who, but you cannot change the major brushstrokes of history. Uh, So I thought that was kind of fun. Um... I liked the fact that they let Linda Hamilton be old. They didn't try to make her look younger. They just made her a badass old lady, and she was not, having a great time. I really enjoyed watching her. Uh, I disagree with you, Sean. I think the uh, de-aging on Arnold at the beginning was very, very good, especially compared to, uh, what was it, Genesis, where they made the, the completely CG Arnie and uh, uh, whatever. Um Uh, And yeah, I I think the effects in this were great. Yeah, the story was T2 all over again. And that was really my only problem with it was it didn't bring anything new to the table. Um, But everybody did a great job. Uh, Mackenzie Davis was amazing as Grace. I really enjoyed her performance. Uh, I liked the physicality of it. Uh, Again, the details of the needing the drugs and stuff was whatever. It was what it was uh and uh natalia reyes as danny was absolutely captivating i would happily watch another movie with these characters uh unfortunately i think that uh, there are some box office issues with the with the uh the movie let me check on that okay yeah it's everyone's calling it a flop i i don't i don't know um do we need more terminate you know okay yeah, I know. Every time we say, do we need something, Sean, you bring up that we don't really need anything as far as movies go. But uh, just, I don't think Dark Fate really did anything to expand the mythos uh, or uh, bring anything new to the characters. It just kind of revamped the story with a new protagonist in it now. Uh, you know, Sarah Connor hands off the torch to Danny and we go on with the same stuff over and over again. Uh, so I I'll watch more if you know the quality was fine just uh didn't really do anything interesting in the broader scheme. Um I personally think T2 holds up just fine. Uh Terminator One if you watch it again you it, it for me it was amazing how low budget it was because uh, I had you know gone back and rewatched it after years of having. T2 in my head, and, uh, it's, it's really, a, a almost a guerrilla film. It's great. Uh, I think they're wonderful, and I really love the series, um, uh, most of them. Genesis and Salvation are, like, the final frontier and, uh, in and <laughs> into darkness of the series. Um, and so that's that's all I wanted to throw in. Um, I will be here for the, uh, the landing party, so that will be fun. When we'll talk about what's going on over in the Star Trek universe. So until then, take care, y'all, and um, fuck Paul Rudd. Bye-bye. Oh, one other thing. I did forget. There was one thing in Terminator that did piss me off. Um, I don't care how powerful a general you are. Nobody gives away a multi-million dollar aircraft, and C-5s don't just sit out there on the tarmac fully fueled and ready to go at a moment's notice. It's one of the largest cargo planes on Earth, and you don't just start one up and go in 30 seconds. That was really the only thing in, in the whole Terminator movie that really bugged me. Okay.